Howl the way, Hot Rod, and listen to Caleb and Jim on Lost Light Pod. I know you want to start us off, Caleb. Uh, the the all wrestling show, the the not uh, re- recap show. Oh no this this could still be a uh, this could still be a recap of oh well. The daylight <laughs> dollar short. It's already it's already ruined. We should just pack it up and go. <laughs> There's always next dynamite. Uh, yeah, so a um, little late, uh, but this is the dynamite recap. Uh, we also, I'm also going to talk a little bit mm-hmm. about mania. Mm-hmm. Yes. 39. Don't know. Uh, Gemma, did you get a chance to? No, I didn't. And I feel like. <laughs> you feel t- left t- out. <laughs> part of this, part of this, Caleb, I'm going to cast the blame on you. Because uh, we were talking about like, c- maybe we get together for a big wrestling show sometime in the future, get the people back together. And I was like, like a mania. And then you said, ah, oh, no, manias aren't what they used to be anymore. Or something. I, I don't know if you that? actually said that, but that's what my brain heard. So I was like, "All right, well, if Caleb okay. Sibs manias aren't what they used to be," uh, so I, I, I did not bother with this one, and I regretted it because yep. you were talking about all oh, fr- Bat and Spider, Chuck and Dale talked about WrestleMania. I know. I need to listen. Ugh. I need to listen to that. Um... Yeah, that was that was a treasure seeing them two just pop up in our chat. That <laughs> two guys that never like <laughs> and just so low key about it too. They, Chuck was like, "That was awesome," and that he never posted in the wrestling <laughs> section. And he was like, that was so that was really awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, okay. So I I'm sorry if I, I believe the conversation's coming back to me, and it was more like. I thought we were just talking about you were going to go through and watch the manias like from in order or we were, we had discussed maybe that, uh, that doing, was doing, uh, doing something with, yeah, maybe it, my brain was mushing two separate mania conversations. And I was saying that, you know, mania isn't always like it's the biggest show, but it's not always the best show. Like there's a lot of trash manias, especially towards the beginning. Mm-hmm. There's, I mean, like if you, I bet you, if you went and looked up like best WWE WWE pay per views of all time, like there'd be some manias to the t- towards the top, but it wouldn't be just all WrestleManias one through thirty nine, and then you know, then you yeah, get the yeah. Summer Slams. So, yeah, you should have watched it. I feel terrible now because <laughs> it, that was that was great. I that was great. Um, but I, I mean, I know you're spoiled on it, so we'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, Okay. Um dealer's choice, Jim. AEW or, or or Let's 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 go back a little bit in AEW. I uh Kenny, Kenny Omega. I've heard of him. Uh he uh I just keep in my my brain um uh they were like, "Oh no, he's uh, he's, you know, the young bucks aren't there. The young bucks are in the hospital. Oh, could this be a great thing for Kenny Omega? And I was, and I was like, this is weird. And then you watch these matches and you're like, no, this is a great thing for Kenny Omega fans. Get it. Having him to have an excuse to be one-on-one in the ring again is the, it, it's a, a sight to behold. Um, one thousand percent agree with you, I, and I also love like 
uh, I, I kind of love that he's he's just kind of fighting these like side battle quests, mm-hmm. and it's not like, I mean, we're eventually gearing up for some big elite soap soap opera. You know, probably going to take some time, but it's not like he's getting into a, a month long, two month long feud with these guys. He's just right. put, he's just like putting out bangers, and uh, yeah, that's, they're not even feuds that are like building up week to week. No, it's just like nope. Next week, triple uh, A guy coming in. Yeah. Nope. Next week, uh, New Japan guy coming in. Does don't 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 bog me down with some story trying to tell me that Kenny Omega's father had a dusting with uh, his uncle or something. You know, just no. They're gonna be here. Uh, it's gonna be a five star match. Hold on to your socks. Well, what's what's kind of great is he's doing all that, but there's also like, I think they've done a, a really good job in in some of the. I don't always love their promos and their backstage mm-hmm. segments. They they come some of them come off kind of forced, and uh, but the Don Callis stuff. I, I think that this has all been kind of like really really well done with like, um, okay, so obviously Don Callis, you know, faking the the falling down like hangman hangman oh yep and then immediately like not treating us like we're idiots and didn't see it for ourselves on television he like the next week callus was like yeah look man i just you know it kind of kind of startled me i fell down you know he didn't have nothing to do with it i'm gonna go talk to him and then the stuff with don like happened like now you know just and it's I, i feel like this BCC and Ali, and even though Kenny's been go- able to go off and do these kind of side battle me- quests, mm-hmm. this storyline is just percolating, and like they're simmering it, but they're simmering it just right. Like they're not going to burn it. It seems <laughs> right now. You know what I'm saying? I hear, I hear you. Yeah. Um, because yeah, we're getting just enough, um, of of like the other triple mat triple tag team matches, you know, best friends is like, eh, whatever. But yeah, I'm, I'm a little over the trios championship already. Like it's cool to have those belts and all, but mm-hmm. I would much rather, I want to see Malachi black versus Kenny Omega. I want that injected into mm-hmm. my eyeballs. I want to see Malachi black versus a lot of people. Um, I, I like buddy Matthews and, and Brody King is, is, you know, a hoss that can go with anyone. He's versatile too. Um, not ju- he's not just going to be in there against the Wardlows and the Powerhouse Hobbs, you know. He can he can go with. We've seen him yeah. have good matches with Darby Allen, you know. And so it's just like I kind of like Kenny being stuck with the trios for yeah, a little yeah. while. It's just gotten a little stale for me. Um, I think the best friends would be a good trios champion, like you know, because they kind of are what they are. They're not really like. They're only going to get so far as like singles wrestlers or tag team, you know, it seems. Yeah, they're they're sort of a weird stable. Uh, they do what they do and they're yeah, like popular give... enough, but they're they're not going to get a run with like some substantial belts anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've, I, I, we say it, but Orange has got a belt right now. He's he's in the best friends. So, yeah, they, they do technically have a belt in there. Uh, you know. Yeah, but also we we saw the FTW belt defended this this week. You know, <laughs> Kenny defended you know a belt from another promotion. There's belts all over the place in yeah. FTW. Everybody's got a belt. All right, um, well, the, y- yesterday's 
um, AEW Dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> Number one, uh, I'm glad I was able to watch it on TV because I felt like the announcers did a lot of the storytelling for us. Uh, we had Jay White, the Switchblade, Jay White, just yes. charge. Did he charge in? Did he sneak in? Whatever. That was such he, a bad. They did have they did him a disservice by that entrance. The, I don't know if it was the cameraman that dropped the ball, or just the somebody jumped the gun. He ran out too yeah. early. Somebody hit the music too early. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, announcers were the ones telling us that. Oh yeah, this was. Uh, Juice Robinson was setting this up. It was uh, Bullet Club was setting this up. If I, if I was there in person and just like, oh, they, they come running out, you know, there's no announcer telling you what's going on. Just I didn't even know Juice was in the of- ring. <laughs> I literally like Stark walk, Starks walks out. I didn't. I was kind of like, okay, here, here's his entrance. I mm-hmm. still got to see Ju- Juice's entrance. I was mm-hmm. looking at my phone, and then the next thing I know, I look up. He's fighting Juice and Jay White's running into the already into the ring, sliding into the ring. And I'm like, I had to rewind it and see the whole thing. And I was <laughs> it like, was fat. It, it, I mean, props to them for starting the show that way too. Like, yeah, just pedal to the metal. Great way to start the show. I mean, I I I thought it. I just think the ca- the camera work or the timing did like some yeah. Or maybe the you know and the crowd did. I thought the whether it was audio issues or whatever, but the crowd was like dead. It seemed no mm. noise. Like he, it's like, he didn't get like, he didn't get a pop at all. Even MJF later when he, he did like long Island and then he held up the mic and like, they're from long Island. They should know the next two words. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, nobody even said anything. And the, the person who got the most pop was the, the mayor in a negative way. Oh Is it, was that really like the town supervisor was, or you think that was like some, no, that was him. They played the clip in before where they gave him the little, uh, key and like had the whole ceremony and then they showed up again. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know long Island politics, but he is not well liked. <laughs> yeah. He had the most heat in the building. How about Christian Cajun <laughs> Luchas- Luchasaurus is weird. Like, <sighs> Just yeah, it's like something out of the Insidious movie. If you ever saw that, like, um, another thought I had, just random thought, real quick, was, man, that cinder block did a number on Keith Lee, because I, I don't remember seeing him since Swerve stomped that cinder block on him. Oh, but like, the last time we saw him, he was graying. <laughs> he was completely gray up top and bottom. I was like, holy crap, he's been through the ringer. <laughs> Look at age 20 years. I didn't think about, yeah. I mean, I thought, uh, honestly, it felt to me like it was like he was hanging out with, with uh, Dustin Rhodes. He was like, oh, yeah, no, you can, you can be an old man. You can be an old man and be a wrestler. Yeah. It worked for me. I've been, you know, I've been blonde, <laughs> blonde for 20 years. You see <laughs> I mean, I was, I don't know if I've seen him since then, but I was like, damn, that's cinder block destroyed this man <laughs> living on borrowed time um but yeah the jay white stuff is great i'm glad jay white i hope i kind of wish they would he would have circled back and tied into like a larger storyline than just him and juice robinson teaming up against starks who yet again doesn't have anybody to kind of like back him up like are they gonna yeah. get him action andretti again like 
okay, but like Jay White should be coming in and like um, not immediately winning the title, but like title picture, you know, like main event mm-hmm. level. Mm-hmm. I mean, in my opinion, um, but I mean, you know who Jay White is. I know you're not like super New Japan guy, but like you know who Jay. Well, you've seen him on AEW television. Yeah, before, yeah, so. he's he's come in, and you know, he was was he like the first. He was Big the champion forbidden during door. the Forbidden Door. Yeah. Yeah. Even AEW kind of like teased his arrival and then screwed it up because couldn't actually get him. And it was just, yeah, well, chaotic. Like, but Adam Cole brought him out and they were like going to team up. And then that, that's how it ended up being like a four way at Forbidden mm-hmm. Door. But he wasn't there much. I don't even know if he had a match on Dynamite. I think he just appeared a couple times. But. But it was cool. I mean, um, always, always interesting to have Bullet Club stuff going on with when mm-hmm. you have you know mm-hmm. Kenny Omega and stuff on the on the roster. Um, that's, that that was really cool. And then um, we talked about the trios match. I'm trying to go through the list of, I guess the next big thing would be the Blackpool Combat Club continuing there. Oh yeah, that's sort of been a, a recurring. They're just going full. Oh yeah, full bad guy. <laughs> full heel, full just bloody agents of chaos. That's all their their thing is now. Yeah, um, uh. I'm excited for it. I, it's going to be interesting, especially Danielson and mm-hmm. Moxley being heels because they're so popular, and like Danielson is a lot more is 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 like being a lot more vicious and and not like when he's he's definitely got like a difference between when he's a baby face versus when he's a like he's been, you know, a heel, but Moxley's mm-hmm. kind of the same guy, you know? Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm interested to see what Moxley's going to give us to like, he's going to be more brutal than the exploding barbed wire death match guy. <laughs> yeah. The guy who stomps through the crowd and hucks water bottles at people's heads. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Blood and guts. And, you know, cut him, cut himself at the drop of a hat. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to get a, 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 a more violent version of that. Uh, can we take it? Yeah. Um, Claudio uh, has been, I think Claudio has been doing good work. Like his slow kind of heel change mm-hmm. or heel turn to like, just being a little bit more sterner and a little bit more vicious to this. Like it's, I like what Claudio's doing and, and you know, Wheeler's still just, Wheeler's there. Um, he's following the pack. He's yeah. doing what his friends tell him to do. Somebody's going to eat the pins. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I mean, it's, it's intriguing to me if they're going to actually go through with hangman being part mm-hmm. of, uh, art part of it or not. And then, you know, like Matt Jackson's like legitimately got a torn bicep. So I don't know if he's going to, if he'll be ready for like the, uh, double or nothing. Oh, I did not know he had a, I, it might, I think it might be maybe partially torn, but yeah. Okay. But um, he had a real enough injury that yeah. that's part of part of the picture there. All right. Yeah, and I, and I'm also interested to see like um, if Kenny's going to like finally shake Don Callis, or you know, if mm. Don because I'm not like totally convinced that the Blackpool Combat Club pulled the attack on the Bucks. You know, we never saw it on camera. All we saw. It, it's not like they came out and were like, "Yeah, we we got those guys, man." Um, yeah, it was not always like a a, high five in each other, and always a, like behind the, the who did they made a point 
to like intentionally ask people all the time about who did it, who did it. Right. And then, um, and even like when the Blackpool combat club, like attacked Don Callis, he like stood there with his hand out for a weirdly long time for them to be beating a man in front of them. I remember that. And he said something that was like, I, I mean, I don't know, uh, but it sounded like nice to see you or whatever, you know, like, like again, or like, you know, the thing, yeah. I, I don't know. It just seems, seemed like he was like, congratulate or maybe I, that might, because that's what I think anyway. Maybe I connect to the, no, I, I was, I was in the same boat when I saw that little, that little bit happen. And then they like, they, they, they cut Don hard. Like, they, they said he just, when he fell, he didn't realize there was that like lighting equipment right there. And he just happened to like, hit his face right on you know maybe part. but no. i was thinking that could be that could have been part of it it's just he was he was preparing for that uh that cut and he was like just being awkward don Callis because he didn't know what to do well uh, it was like but. he was so shocked that he just stood there frozen with his hand mm-hmm. out but then like when moxley turned to him it was like he was going to shake moxley's hand too like pleasure doing business with you so i don't mm-hmm. know yeah, and and then we did have the, the yeah the this is Kenny's time to shine. Yeah, he he was oh. like actively telling him he needed to stay away from like focus on your singles career. This the the trio stuff, leave that in the dust. So yeah, but I don't I don't like Blackpool Combat Club as guns for hire. I I I like them more in the the agents of chaos of just, we want to be bad A's. Yeah. I mean, if it, I but, don't think they would just, if Don Callis came to him and was like, Hey man, I want you to take care of these guys for me and just keep it on the hush. Keep my name out of it. You know, keep your names out of it. But if it was more like, Hey, look, I don't like the young bucks. You don't like the young bucks. They're going to be in this spot in about an hour, you know, <laughs> Just so you know, but I mean, it's that's probably not the case. It probably is just we're supposed to believe it's the the combat club that did it. You know, it's been a couple weeks now. Yeah. So. Oh, um. Yeah, I think the sort of the next the the the, the, the yeah we had the huge MJF awkward singing. That was awkward. Uh. You said it perfectly. Like it was kind of funny, like at parts with him. him scatting and stuff but yeah, it was well, kind of like, cringy too like like even he was not like even the saxophonist who was keeping up with him felt like he wasn't good enough to and it, yeah yeah the, le- the less said about that the better i think I, I, so the best part of that segment to me if you're done mm-hmm. um was the transition at the end jungle boy and him like being split apart, Sammy mm-hmm. kind of kind of coming out, like reminding us us of his involvement in this whole thing too. Mm-hmm. It's not just Jungle Boy and MJF, and then them going right into Sammy's match. Yes. I kind of loved that. Like, yeah, that like that would happen. You know, it's my time. You guys are out here doing your you know, <laughs> shenanigans. Like, I, I it's my time to wrestle. Like, I'm gonna walk by you. It just, it, I don't know. I, it's something about it. No, I. Yeah, because that happened, and I was like, "All right, what Sammy's out here? What's he going to do? Is he going to get in on this tussle?" And I was just like, "Nope, he's got a match right now. Let's get him, get him out there." Uh, yeah, yeah. 
uh, wasn't thrilled with. I mean, his promo was what it was afterwards, but I, I, I don't want it. I mean, I think Jungle Boy is holding his own right now against MJF, mm-hmm. and I, I think he's really showing promise. But I, I would like it to be like a four way pillar feud. The, them all kind of like, obviously they all want MJF, but them kind of like pissing each other off along the way to jockeying yeah. for position. I, I kind of mm-hmm. want it to be that that. So, yeah, that. I I had blocked the Sammy Guevara promo out of my mind because it was so it, it 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 didn't work for the audience. Somebody should have told him that like, no, you're in you're in Long Island. This is MJF country. He's a heel, but everybody loves him. There's nothing you can do. To make the audience like you properly or hate you properly. It's like, it's just, it's not a thing that you can do where you're at right now, Sammy. Just take your win, go home. Yeah, he he should have kept it short and sweet. He should have had a a good zinger, Mm -hmm, mm one-liner, you know, something kind of badass. And then, you know, went went home, went vlogged somewhere. (laughs) Um. Then, I mean, I guess the only, well, I mean, the hook with the Matt yeah. Hardy, you know, twist. Is it kind of weird how, what's your thoughts on Taz's commentary when Hook is wrestling? Like, that's his son. Yeah. But, like, I know he's, like, trying to be professional, but it always kind of, like, takes me out of it the way he, he I mean, he commentates the match, but he's so, like, it's it's like Hook's his neighbor that he's like, yeah, I see him from time to time, and I mean, he's you know he's 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 a, he's a weird guy, like he's a different guy. He's, he's it's like, I mean, just lean into that he's your son and that you care about that Matt. You know, I mean, I would it yeah. would come off more genuine to me. I, I mean, you look at like Tony Schiavone and the level of color commentary that he puts into the 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 characters that he likes and actively dislikes and like Taz is Taz is there to be color commentary get into yeah he's your son my dude I'm I'm sure like the the only I mean the only reason I can think of is they've probably had a conversation and it's like look you're not gonna ride my coattails or like I'm you know or hey dad I'm not trying to you know make my name off of your name you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. like yeah you're my dad but you know, I don't want to be known as Taz's son. I want to be Hook. You know, so sure it's that, but it just it, it's always like he, this dude. He knows. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I went to high school with him, and you know, he's always been like that. <laughs> yeah, like uh, I'm just thinking of like uh, probably about a year, maybe two ago, like when ever Sammy was wrestling and Jericho was announcing, or it was exactly that where it was like, oh yeah, he's the greatest thing, like. He's my protege. He's he's the bee's knees. Yeah. Like, you don't have to go that hard, but something. But no, I think you're right. It probably is uh, one or the other or both just making an agreement that, uh, you know, for the sake of their professional careers, you know, whatever might happen after AEW, like, yeah, not, not tie each other. It might might be some backstage stuff too. You don't want, you know, all the rest of the wrestlers feeling like the commentator, the commentators <laughs> like putting you over more, I guess. But 
Yeah, I guess the FTR thing is the only thing left for tonight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I mean, who didn't see that coming? Ian. <laughs> Dude, he's been taking me to task on <laughs> being wrapped up in WWE recently. Like, I can't like both. And like, I'm the weird one for getting hyped up about WWE during Mania season. Right, come on. No. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, I mean, it was, uh, it, I think the only time you can put your career on the line is when people actually know that there are contracts uh, sort of being thrown around. Well, honestly, okay, so backtrack just a second and to some mm-hmm. stuff we're going to circle back to later um the vince mcmahon news that we'll touch on later but like uh, that kind of threw the like to to me it was still kind of up in the air until like the news that we got monday or whatever about that we'll, we'll get mm, to mm-hmm, i think mm-hmm. that kind of put it i mean after that you i knew ftr was gonna win there was still a chance i would be like well maybe you know wwe was has been killing it i mean Triple H was did a good good freaking job. So yeah, but it was still a good match. Uh, that there was a couple uh, near falls at the end that got me. I thought the um the, the disqualification stuff started. Oh yeah, it had me at first, but then like when you think about it, it doesn't make any sense. Like because the <laughs> I don't remember the stipulation being that they had to win the titles. I just thought that it had they like if we can't beat you, well disqualification would mean that they would by default win no they wouldn't win the titles but i thought i was almost thinking that a disqualification would be a way around like that they could push it out yeah you so you know ftr doesn't win the titles but they don't have to give up their contract and then you know have the 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 big match be it but i also i guess the whole thing was predicated on it had to be done now because ftr's contract was like publicly known to be up yeah but they could have pushed it out uh, yeah, for the sake of, yeah. I don't think any anybody right. actually knows like what the days of their specific contract are, and so like, I mean, cashing them could have been like on Twitter and stuff, being like, nope, we, we're free agents, we're gonna, but we are gonna <laughs> wrestle at, uh, you know, we didn't technically, we, you know, we're not signed to AW, but we are going to, you know, wrestle at double or nothing, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so. But I'm glad they won, man. They should they should have won it six months ago. They should have won it towards the end of yeah. last year, when they, yeah. they they were like molten hot. Mm. Yeah. But no, glad they glad they get it. Um, I feel like system. I feel like we're 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 past. Um. Uh, I can't even remember this stupid guy's name now. The scissor me daddy guys. <laughs> the acclaim, the acclaimed, you know, like I, uh, you know, we're we're past the era era of acclaimed. I think the guns held it just long enough so that like a clean slate for FTR, where they don't have to immediately be compared to the acclaimed. You know, the acclaimed didn't have to drop it to them. Acclaimed still get to be. Uh, I mean, acclaimed and uh, Jericho appreciation appreciation society are a great combo. I hope that yeah. that goes on for much longer because it's just like, yeah, get get the characters, get the weirdness. You can go 
be be in your own storylines. It's perfect yes. for you. It, it's it's nice to see that see them guys just not be f- flanking Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, in I mean, Garcia had the match against Adam Cole last week. Guevara, you know, has been in the mm-hmm. the big promo with the with the pillars, and then tonight or last night. So, I mean, Jake Hager was still kind of just flanking the other two, but I mean, baby steps. So, yeah. Um, but there's not what tag team challenges FTR next. If it say it's not the guns continuing this top flight, I think Dante Martin just folded his did leg he, in half. Did he again? My word. No, Dante this time, not not oh. Darius. Um, oh. Yeah. I don't know if, if you're like some of our other friends that like I can't even open the videos that they share because like, I worry <laughs> about some of them because it's all just like people getting mutilated and I hate and <laughs> I hate those videos. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, if if you're morbid like that, look up the Dante Martin injury. It was pretty gnarly. Nope, I don't need that. I I like to be able to, to close my eyes and not, you know, have human pain and suffering and be scarred into my brains. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. So who, who would be like, I mean, as you, far as young you got, bucks, well, you would say that, but they're, they're going to, I'm but pretty they're, sure they're going to be tied up with the Blackpool combat club. I mean, you've got like the house of black. Any two mm-hmm. of them could, you know, um, yep. Uh, Dark Order, you've got some re- some pretty good matches you could get out of that. Um, yeah. But yeah, it does seem like you're kind of scraping scraping the barrel. But I mean, FTR is probably going to have like a banger of a match with whoever they throw at them. Um, oh, they need they could start getting. Because we're just thinking, like, who's on the AEW roster? Oh, grab some, grab Jay- some folks from New Japan. Grab some folks from yeah. Ring of Honor. Jay White and Juice Robinson. <sighs> yeah, there's there's lots of yeah that that's where that's where they need to go. Yeah, I do hope this this Jay White this Bullet Club is like gonna involve some New Japan stuff and and everything. Uh, mm-hmm. So how about Tony Khan's big announcement? Big announcement. At least it was a big announcement this time. It was kind of a big announcement. I, I hope that our friends in the UK get to go. Uh, yeah, my wife was immediately like, oh. "So are we? Are we gonna?" I'm like I don't, I don't. That's that is that's a big commitment. That is a big commitment. Um. I'm, I'm wanting them to now, and I want to know where All Out's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, if this CM Punk drama isn't isn't uh, <laughs> fixed, I don't know if it can be if they can even do it in Chicago. Ooh. CM Punk chance in Chicago. I mean, they've done a show already there, but like, especially if it's it would be riots in the street. Yeah. I mean, because when they did the show, like he was suspended and I think the elite had come back. But, you know, there's still the chance he comes back like the Chicago people haven't like completely revolted against AEW. I, I don't think 
but you know, it gets to be September and still no word on CM Punk or other than these little vague <sighs> stories that we get from time to time. Like, yeah, it, it's lose, lose. If he doesn't show up, people will just be chanting for him every chance for him to show up. And it's just going to destroy the vibe. If he does show up, it's just going to be absolute mayhem. And like, we'll, we'll, uh, it's going to overshadow anything else that happens. Anything else. Yeah, exactly. So, especially if that's his return. Ugh. I mean, you could have you could have all seven star matches on that card, and CM Punk's return would be the the story. Right, it, it would just be CM Punk walking out to just his throwing thing, ice cream Punk. at people. Yeah, that would be it, and that would be the only thing. And people wouldn't remember anything else that happened. Yeah. All right, so Mania. Mania. Let's get the granddaddy of them all. <laughs> So how many how many years has Mania been two days now? Ooh, um, I, I think uh, I I, th- I don't know if the pandemic year was two years, but I would mm-hmm. say pandemic year or the one or twenty one, so three, okay, twenty one, twenty two, and twenty three, um, maybe just two. Not, not, not many. It's way too much. I mean, it's way too much. We're, there's, there's whispers and talks of us, of a group of us, maybe attempting uh, mm. a mania run next. I mean, could, could you imagine how freaking awesome? But it's two days. Like, I mean, what? So what's the what's the pacing on on the matches? Because just listening to Bat and Spider. Uh, famously on the Tape Deck uh, podcasting network. Yeah, check them out. Um, Chuck was talking like they spent a lot of time between matches setting up uh, the story, explaining basically everything that had been happening for the past couple months. So I don't know if that's like part of the the two days. You just stretch it out. and Between every matches, you've got 10 minutes to go grab a hot dog and... Okay, so this one and it's this was a little different than because I've 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 watched Rumble, mm-hmm, I've, I've watched mm-hmm. the last few their PLEs, you know, their pay per views, um, and like the commercials that would be going on, even though the w, even the WWE commercials and stuff that wasn't happening. I don't remember the last few, but like okay. uh, there's always like the promo packet. WWE does a great job of, um every pay-per-view and before each match, they'll give you, you know, the two, three minute promo, you know, highlighting mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. the feud. And, um, and so like, yeah, there was a lot of those and, and there was probably longer than usual because it's, you know, it's mania. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there was a lot of fluff, man. Like, uh, I mean, just segments where they would bring out the hall of fame that had, you know, got introduced and I mean, that's mm, 15, mm-hmm. 20 minutes of them just introducing them, letting them walk on stage and wave and then, intro- and then saying their names again after they got <laughs> on stage and having them wave. And yeah, so there, there was a lot of fluff like, um, so night one, the first few matches like were really like, it didn't, you didn't feel all that, but you definitely got bogged down th- towards the second half of the night. Uh, okay. I did. 
um, there was a weak kind of a weak match. And then, you know, then they did all that extra shenanigans, but, um, night one was great. I, I had a great time watching night one and, uh, the culmination was Sammy and, and stuff. Mm-hmm, Terrific. Mm-hmm. Night two. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm on record as I'm, I, I went hard on Cody Rhodes on this, on this podcast. <laughs> And like, I don't know what it was, but in AEW, he, he, I was just, he was just an, a massive eye roll to me, but yeah, I, I was a little kid again, rooting for Cody. Like this kind of this whole run, like I, I, I just, I thought that he was going to be the guy and like, mm-hmm, hell yeah, mm-hmm. Cody dude, you know? Yeah. You went back to WWE, but who cares? Like he's still one of us, you know, like at heart we, we know yeah, he, he's one of us, yeah, but what a letdown, man! Holy crap! Garbanzo. So is he? Has he changed much of his uh, shtick? He still throws the white belt like it's the whole. But people are now eating it up. There's nothing that you could say that he does different. <laughs> Not a single thing. He still rises from the bottom, or at least <laughs> on his on his very first debut. He did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember if he did over the over Mania, but um, comes out to the same song, <laughs> uh, basically the same attire of some form of wet red, white, blue, gold. You know, <laughs> his same stick weight belt comes off. You know, is the exact same thing, and like he's still in his suits. <laughs> And he's going out there and making, and you know, part of this part of it is just him talking, doing these promo segments. But, but his thing, I mean, especially since he came back at the Rumble, he's mm-hmm, been mm-hmm. doing promo segments with Paul Heyman mostly. And Paul Heyman is terrific at what he does. Um, mm. And then, there, you know, there's been a couple times Roman has actually been there. And that stuff is, has all been great. And like, yeah, people were eating it up. I was eating it up. Like I had my bib on and everything. I was messy <laughs> and they, and he, and he, he failed. Spoiler alert. He, he, he didn't finish the story. Uh, they had all different types of shenanigans with, with the Usos, Sami Zayn and KO came down and helped him solo who had been kicked out earlier in the match. Like, and I mean, but also I love what they're doing. Like Roman Reigns stuff is Roman Reigns is cool mm-hmm. as hell right now, dude. So, all right, but that's uh oh, another match that needs to be talked about. Um, Gunther, uh, Sheamus, and Drew McIntyre beat the shit out of each other for about 20 minutes <laughs> and uh, was is well worth the watch. I, I know Sheamus, uh, and judging by the names of the other gentlemen. Uh, I can imagine how that went down. Okay, so Gunther used to be called Walter when he was in NXT, but this is a okay. dude. Uh, if if you if you don't know who I'm talking about, I'm gonna send you a, uh, not a bunch, but I'll send you two or three matches. Uh, you could pick whatever, but like this dude, I mean, watch any match. But that, that's this guy's awesome. I think I remember. I think I remember a uh, Walter from NXT that there was a, uh, like a couple of months, um, 
yeah, where NXT was the hot, mm-hmm. hot stuff. And so I was doing my best to try to keep up with what was happening there. So, yeah, w- Walter, uh, he's, he's one of my favorites and he's, he's got such a cool style. Like his style is pretty much like, I'm going to slap you in the chest a whole <laughs> bunch of times, <laughs> but it's, so, it's, I mean, it's so awesome. So, so not far off from the Japanese, uh, what do they call it? The hard style? Just like. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Yeah. Work, work stiff. He's, yeah, yeah, stiff. Yeah, those, those, those guys beat, beat the hell out of each other. Um, there was some dud matches. I mean, Brock Lesnar versus Omos. Garbage. Mm. Uh, Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair had one of the best matches of maybe the year. Uh, okay. Yeah, that, that was one. And th- that one was kind of hurt for me in my viewing because it like that they had a trio uh, women's match with, with like Lita and Trish Stratus. So like mm-hmm. older stars from, you know, the past. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of a dud of a match. And then they did like an extended, I don't know if it was a hall of fame or if it was the, one of the Mrs. Goofy beatdowns by Shane McMahon. Which oh yeah we'll we'll get to that but uh it was just like an extended segment before like the last two okay. matches and I had kind of got lost in my phone and wasn't really paying attention when the match started so that was when I had to like stop and like restart mm-hmm. and uh, go chug a Red Bull yeah like yeah slap my face a couple times splash some water <laughs> um but really good all right. Um, thumbs yeah so maybe i I don't know would you say be worthwhile for me to go back and (laughs) and watch it yeah uh okay i enjoyed it uh like i don't watch i've been keeping up with wwe Mm -hmm. but i have not like i've been recording raws and then and smackdowns but i've only been watching like bloodline business or like cody rhodes not even like the Seamus Gunther stuff or any of that. Like, mm-hmm. Only thing I've been watching on, I, I will go, I'll go back and watch is um, Bloodline, um, Sammy Zayn, KO, Bloodline stuff, and the Cody Rhodes stuff. So, but I, but I still enjoyed even even some of the other matches with guys like I'd kind of heard of, but there was a four way tag match with with some some guys, some I had heard of, some I hadn't, you know, and <laughs> and it, it was great. That was one of my favorite matches of the, the first night. Um, huh. So yeah, I mean, I wish you would have said that you were still thinking about it before I told you a bunch of it. But oh no, I just don't. Um, Caleb, spoiler alert: uh, okay. all wrestling uh, is predetermined. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, it's like, yeah, I I don't like the outcomes are sometimes interesting, but. It's more about the journey. Yeah. I mean, I could definitely send you, I mean, I could send you a list of five, six hours worth of wrestling. That would be better. <laughs> but I mean, it, it, it was a good, it was a good show. Um, I, I had fun all weekend watching it. Um, watch both nights. So, nice. um, but so we got to keep going with WWE because the next day after, mm-hmm. after this pretty much kick-ass WrestleMania, like WWE yeah. back, baby. Even though they yes. kind of they kind of flubbed the ending with the coat with Cody Rhodes, but 
Then the next day, WWE has been bought by Endeavor, merging with UFC. Vince McMahon's being kept in charge. And then, like, I watched Raw for the first time. I watched it all the way through. And it Ooh, was okay. poopy trash on top of a garbage <laughs> mat. It started off like a house on fire with Cody Rhodes, like Roman coming out there. Cody mm-hmm. Rhodes coming out and mm-hmm. like, I mm-hmm. want to rematch Brock Lesnar enters. Oh man. And then just garbage. Brock Lesnar beat the shit out of Cody Rhodes for like 10. They had, they were going to do a tag match, right? But Lesnar okay. was going to, they, they made all this crazy stipulation. The only way you're going to get a rematch, like they wouldn't give him a rematch. And he was like, well then I want a tag match you and solo both solo is one of the guys in the bloodline. And they're like, okay, the only way we do that is it's, uh, because everybody thought it was going to be like Jay white or somebody because they had announced that it was a mystery partner, you know, ahead of time. Mm-hmm. So everyone was assuming it was going to be all these people. And then they were like, no, it's gotta be someone that wrestled last night. So that eliminated like Jay white or, you know, the rock or some, you know, some crazy right yeah. cameo. And then they were like, it's got like that person will never be able to challenge for the title if they team with you. So good luck finding somebody in the locker room kind of cool stipulation right you know that, that, that yeah and then brock lesnar comes out <laughs> and uh i guess there was he he has he, he has history with roman obviously so then they're like all right that's the main event tonight brock lesnar and cody shake hands they come out at the end of the night they introduce them all like cody gets introduced lesnar f5s him turns on him and then just beats the shit out, out of him from like out of the ring back into the ring and then just leaves him laying <laughs> and that's and then they stretchered cody out that was how they ended it. Uh, so like it was, it was a burial. So, but <laughs> hopefully, I mean, I think that they're still going to give Cody the, the, the title. Like I said, he's, he's, he's on fire right now, but I, I think okay. Roman's close to that a thousand day mark and like a thousand days is, I mean, over three years, like that's never, that's not going to happen again for a while. Somebody holding the belt yeah. for three years. Over. So you gotta you get get to that milestone. Do do something before you let him. Yeah, it's it's like two months away. So I mean, some, by SummerSlam, he's already past that milestone. Like, I think the plan is you're gonna have Cody beat Brock. That's a big win. Anybody that can beat that beats Brock Lesnar, that you know, mm. um, that's a big win. And then I think Cody will eventually get it. But who knows? Vince McMahon's back. <laughs> All those wrestlers that were signing, that were going back to WWE, Andrade, Andrade is at Tony Khan's door right now with a pound of cocaine, and he's like, "Man, let's let's make up, let's be friends again." <laughs> like, what can we do? Yeah, yeah. So. Needs. Yeah. yeah, this. Yeah, I mean, the WWE has been shopping around for a, a buyer for a long time. Um, we knew it had to be somebody with some deep pockets. Yeah. Um, and any time I would ever hear anybody propose something, I'd be like, no, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't fit. That No, this doesn't. But this, like, the the Endeavor Sports Entertainment investment bank of America or whatever that, that yeah, this makes sense. This a hundred percent aligns with their brand and what they do. And 
be curious to see, yeah, where this goes. Um, because yeah, they, they, they sucked a lot of uh, the flavor out of UFC. So, yeah, um, uh, so you can't you can't suck the flavor out of professional wrestling because nobody, <laughs> you can't do that. But I, I mean, not not at a time when like. AEW's here. And not when there's competition, not when the internet makes it real easy for people to to shop around. I mean WWE's gonna have a, a, a substantial audience no matter what. Like Right. It's 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 part of America by now, you know. I mean but it's just baffling because like Triple H took over McMahon stepped down, Triple H took over, like I think they said around SummerSlam was when like he had fully hmm. That was all him from there on out. Like he tied up whatever loose ends from the stuff Vince had with creative. And then SummerSlam was all him. And they've been on fire with, I mean, like I said, I don't watch all their stuff, but their big stuff has been hitting the bloodline stuff. Cody, Sami Zayn, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and now Vince is back and it's just going to go back. Like, I feel so bad for triple H. Like it was his shot to like show what he can do. And like, if I'm Tony Khan, I'm backing the Brinks truck up. It would never happen. This is complete fantasy booking by me, but I'm backing the Brinks truck up to Triple H if he answers my phone call and is like, oh. I'm giving him, I'm only, you know, he, he's going to be, he's going to be head of creative, whatever freaking title he wants, you know, I'm giving it to him, but man, that would never happen. Tony would, I don't think Tony would even like relinquish that much control to him. Yeah. But, um, man, Triple H deserves to be running, running that, the creative, like every, they would, they would be better for it. They'd be making more money. Uh, they're still going to make a lot of money, even with fans complaining, but the fans are happy you're making more (laughs) money. Uh, everyone would be better for it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just see where, we'll see where this all lands out. Uh, Yeah. Well said, Jim. We'll see. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, well, that's all I got to say about that. Yeah, that's about, yeah, that's about where I'm at. Um, yeah, nobody wants to hear about the the, the local uh, wrestling promotion stuff that I watch. Uh, <laughs> but... <laughs> that you can, you're welcome to, there's, I know a, long list of talented podcasters that <laughs> I mean you no I'm just kidding did you watch some local wrestling that I, I need to you don't need to know about it um uh I think the 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 most entertaining uh thing that came out of it uh and honestly I I I, I kind of feel bad not for going not going to see it in person um was uh Willow Nightingale um and Rex Lawless, who uh, is her boyfriend, like a real life relationship, okay. tag team match against Little Mean Kathleen and Teddy Goods, uh, who are sort of local uh, wrestling big wigs. Oh, um, they they are not in a relationship, uh, but they are just tag team. So it was, it was like sort of a. Uh, 
it was it was interesting to see it to see like this is you know you, you see the people who are in fake relationships yeah and you see the people who are in real relationships and it's just like especially in the indie scene where you can kind of do whatever you want and nobody cares uh so they were like and especially when you get an inter- intergender match like you can do in the indies. Like, they were kissing to uh, tag each other. And it's just, oh. <laughs> it's just that, it's, it's, it's that sort of, like, silly stuff that it's just like, yeah, this is, uh, you know, it, I mentioned it in the group chat of, like, it's the sort of silly stuff that you can do in the indies, and it's endearing. And it makes you want to see more of it. And you know it's silly and you know it's wrestling. And like if you try to do that in a at a bigger stage, you'd be be like, uh, this is this is dumb. Nobody nobody wants nobody wants people to have a successful relationship in in big professional wrestling. No. We hate it. Yeah. We want you to be broken. Yeah. And just traveling the road like zombies. Yeah. yeah. We, want, we want Sammy Guevara and uh, Ty Mello. We, we hate them. Did they? Are they still together or are they split up? No, they're still together. We still hate them. Still hate them. Um, dude, I just thought of another. Listen to this crazy mania, like, blooper. So, <laughs> The Miz is the host of mania. And, like, so night, night one... Yes. This special surprise match gets Snoop Dogg is also like the host. It's the Miz and Snoop Dogg. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> and Golden Globes or something? <laughs> Hollywood. I mean, when you think of Hollywood. Oh, it was that's right. It was a Hollywood theme. Yeah, it was it was in, in Hollywood. WrestleMania goes Hollywood. So yes. Miz and Snoop Dogg. Um, they set a match with like, it's gonna be a surprise. This is night one. Mm-hmm. And out, uh like people so like Bobby Lashley didn't get a match because he, he was supposed to have a match with Bray Wyatt, but Bray's like nobody. He's sick. They, he's just off TV. It's kind of a, like a weird story. Um, okay. There's another guy, LA Knight, who's been getting kind of some buzz over there. He didn't have a match either. And he's from LA, I guess. And like was hyping up that, that there would be an LA Knight moment at, in LA at WrestleMania, you know, and stuff. And, and out walks Pat McAfee the announcer that sometimes wrestles anyways, you know, whatever one of like a, a football player. He's a former football player too. Okay. Uh, a fo- a current football player was front row, got involved, clothesline the Miz, you know, goofy stuff, but nothing, nothing uh, egregious night two, same thing they did. That. And they're like, Snoop Dogg's like, yeah, well, the Miz is like, man, you shouldn't have done that to me. Snoop Dogg set me up in that match last night. And, He's like, well, you're gonna be mad because I got another one. And he's like, uh, let's bring him out. And then Shane McMahon's music hits. Like, people are expecting The Rock to show up at maybe this show, you know, like Shane yeah. McMahon comes out. Here this comes is WrestleMania. Yeah, WrestleMania. And he's dancing around doing his Shane and like they start the match, uh, doing his Shane McMahon stuff. And like, you know the move. They throw him into the ropes. When they when they bounce back, the guy you know jumps up in the air and does the split. They run underneath, and mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. McMahon, Shane McMahon does that. He jumps up, and then when he lands, he completely blows his quad, <laughs> and he can't move. He's laying in the ring, and uh, Miz is kind of like, yeah, yeah, and uh, 
Anyway, Snoop Dogg gets in the ring, punches the Miz, gives the Miz the people's elbow, the full on like running the ropes, the people's elbow, and then the, <laughs> and then Snoop Dogg pins him after the <laughs> after the match was made. It was it was so like there was a time in like 2005 where in the Royal Rumble. Batista and Cena were the last two and they, Mm -hmm. they were doing a spot where like they were supposed to go like, anyway, both of them fell over the rope, the top rope at the same time and hit the ground. And like they messed up. One of them was supposed to stay, but they both fell. And so like the referees were like, I haven't like arguing who was winning. They kept raising both of the other hand, others hands. Yeah. Yeah. Vince comes running down to the ring. And when he, as soon as he like slides in and goes to stand up, he blows both of his quads and he like, <laughs> like slumps bags down. And then he's like sitting up against the ropes in the middle of the ring. And he's got the microphone and he's like, this is going to be restarted. And then they, they've got to like help him out. And it was just so reminiscent of that. It's comedy gold. You should look it up on YouTube, Jim. Vince McMahon blows both quads. <laughs> Maybe not to put blows, put tears both quads. Okay. Yeah. So. All right, Caleb. It has been a pleasure. I'm not going to edit this. This is just going straight into the can. Okay. Because uh, I ain't got time for that. Just cashing that check. It's timely. <laughs> just... timely. Yeah. Cash the check. Yeah. Till all are one. Till all are one. <laughs>